Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And welcome to The Tim's Take, episode 65. Season... Five? <laughs> Haven't we already started season five? Well, just one episode. So oh, I was okay. just welcoming us all back. Very good. Yeah. I... I was shocked that we didn't receive like a fruit basket or anything from any listeners celebrating a new season, but you know what? It's not about the love and appreciation. It's about doing the work. And talking to each other. And talking to each other. Great as always. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> you want to get into that on air? <laughs> no. You know, no. I just want to give you a, a little bit of space if you wanted to name a, a difficult day. Sure. It was a very hard day. Okay. Moving on. No, we can talk about it. Yeah, sometimes being a mom is just, it's a roller coaster of like, I went from like one moment of like playing with Oliver and watching him and being like, gosh, I just, what a joy to get to be with him and like run around and sing songs. And he, like, this time with him when he's this age is so precious. Uh To then like him biting me and. I'm just leaving him in a bathroom and saying, you can come get me when you calm down. <laughs> and it's just sometimes it's like a lonely thing when you're just with a kid who's two all day. There's this perfect episode of Bluey that we watched today called The Helicopter. And the opening two minutes is of Chili, the mom, is driving the two kids, Bluey and Bingo, to school. And they have this whole plan after school. There's going to be a play date. Dad's going to take Bingo to gymnastics and dad calls and says he can't do that. He has to go on a work trip and you can just see the facial expressions of the mom is like that. I was going to go to my watercolors class. Great. And then there's this long pause after like everyone now has had to recalibrate where the dad just says, have fun. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do. I don't I'm not upset at you or blaming you. Felt like being gone or whatever. You called me at about four fifteen, and it felt like at the end one of those moments. Like I'll be well, home soon. Well, okay, bye. Bye. That's <laughs> <laughs> just some days are hard and lonely, and that just is part of it. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're not lonely now because we're talking together today. We have a topic. I wanted to talk about. We've touched on this before, but think about it a little bit more together. The tension between caring and parenting and enjoying your kids and letting your kids enjoy something that you do not want to do. So maybe you know the incident I'm talking about. Maybe I'd like to hear it from your perspective. (laughs) Sure. We were trying, we're all home together one morning trying to figure out what to do with Oliver. It was getting, it was going to be hot later in the day. So we were like, we should if we were going to do something outside, we should do it this morning. Yep. And we were like, Oliver, what do you want to do? We gave him a couple options, and one of them was the pool. But right now, our backyard is unfinished and a bit of a jungle. Total jungle. Total jungle. But it's Complete, kind of... Complete. It's flora and fauna out there. <laughs> but our patio is the only place that you can put a pool that's flat. So mm-hmm. we say yes because he said pool. Okay. Okay, I guess we'll go out and do the pool. And then we go out there and we set up the pool. And he's kind of starting to play around. But we're just miserable because <laughs> there's weeds everywhere. There's bugs crawling all over us. Yeah. There's dirt already in the water that's been poured in like 10 seconds ago. Oh. 
and we have nowhere to sit or go and it's already now hot and we're just miserable but we both felt like we should be out there i'm just standing there because the chairs are so dusty because they've been neglected forever yeah but we both felt like we should be out there for about five minutes and then it just became too much then we just called it but it's this tension of like he had no idea that we were feeling any of those things like in his mind, he was having fun. He was a pool. I play in the pool. Yeah. But part of it was we came in and then I was like, man, I did not want to do that. That did not seem like a good idea. And you're like, well, I didn't really think it was a good idea either. I was like, what? I thought you did. Which has me thinking or has had me thinking about these moments and the stew of ingredients that makes them up, that made this one up. Here, here's my list, okay, and you can add any other elements. Okay. First of all, interacting in this complex too is your own hopes for your parenting, okay? So I want to be the fun dad that says yes to the pool. That seems like a good thing to be able to do, especially if Oliver wants. Then there's your anticipation of your partner's hopes for your parenting, okay? Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Then the third ingredient is your partner's actual hopes and expectations of your parenting and then fourth of course there is actually your child's hopes and what they want to do and that's too gets awfully thick and bubbly very quickly is there anything else you would add no i'm trying to think i mean then there's like your own wants and desires well yes that i just i didn't have listed (laughs) yes they yeah i guess i was thinking they kind of overlap with your own hopes for your parenting but they're actually quite different aren't no, they, they don't. yeah yeah yeah. no they don't so you're right so that there's a fifth ingredient and then there's the actual i guess thing that you're talking about doing which is yet another one and boy boy oh boy i think about this when it comes to playing with oliver just in general yeah because i think it's a rare person who enjoy spending a majority of their time on the floor (laughs) playing games and oliver is starting to get to the point where he has more capacity for like creativity and imaginative play so like that can be fun yeah but especially before he started doing that like you're just you're stacking blocks in one tall tower because he can't stack them any other way and he doesn't want to stack them any other way so you're just putting blocks in a straight line over and over and over again. Yep. And so like that's not necessarily enjoyable. But you aspire to be the parent who plays with their kid. Yeah. And I think obviously like there's some connection happening there. But on a day you have with him, you're home with him on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Like do you feel like the expectation is for eight hours you're supposed to play with him? Oh, that's a really interesting question. I guess my expectation, and I don't necessarily mean this in the sense of hope, I just mean it like now you're tapping into maybe my unspoken expectations, is that as long as Oliver is awake and desires to do something with someone, someone should be doing something with him. Does that make sense? Yes. So I don't necessarily mean that like if we're both home, we both need to be playing with him all day. I don't have that kind of latent expectation, but... If, but that one of us should be, if he's interested in that. And that it should be the thing he wants to do. I guess I think 
and when I say that, I think I'm just stepping into what I haven't thought about very hard within reason. Like as long as it's safe and doable, I guess, yeah. I see. I've been noticing this and I don't know. I think this must be, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but a symptom of like, I spend a majority of like the days of the week with him. Yeah. And you have like one day. So I don't know. Like, I think I've had to come to terms and some days I feel way guiltier about this than others that like I cannot like function and maintain a household and work and do all those things and play with him doing whatever he wants to do all of that time when he's awake. And so there's times where I have to say to him, Oliver, I'm going to go do the dishes or it's time to clean windows. And sometimes like I don't necessarily say like you have to leave this room while I go do that. Yeah. But I say like I'm going to go do this. You can come in the room with me. You could help me. You know, whatever it is. And I like I said, some days I feel really guilty about that. And some days I'm just like, this is just practical, necessary. But I feel like on Fridays when I suggest that to you, when you're trying to get something done, you are very reticent to say no to him or to alter what he's asking you to do. Yeah, totally. Wow, this is very interesting. This is not where you thought this was going to go. No, of course not, but that's okay. That would make, that's what makes for a good conversation. Yeah, because part of my question in here is like, when do you put yourself first? And I understand in theory that it would be healthy for you to sometimes do this. In fact, we've talked about this in an earlier episode. We talked about an episode from the Ezra Klein show on gentle parenting. One of the points that this person he was interviewing was making was like, if you do not want to do something with your child, you should tell them that because otherwise you'll just grow resentful towards your child. I understand the theory of that. But then in practice, it feels like in that moment, it's like, well, I want to be the parent who says yes, who says yes to this. And as I've been thinking about all this, before we started diving into this, and I'm really curious now on your thoughts, I was going to suggest that maybe part of the key is to know yourself and your proclivities. In other words, I know like I tend to be pretty selfish and just want to do what I want to do. And then you work actively against that in some ways. Yeah. Right. So I think sometimes for you, you're probably naturally inclined to give and say yes. And so then you work against that by saying no. And yet, but here I am. And I feel like I'm saying that. And yet I'm acting somewhat the opposite. Does that make sense? What do you mean you're acting the opposite? Well, you're identifying the fact that on Fridays oh, when I'm yeah. with him, I'm actually like, I'm holding up this ideal of just being like completely engaged with him the whole time. Or I have that expectation of myself. I think there is a difference between like, and I think that's what I'm trying to work out in myself too, is the difference between being engaged with him and doing like exactly like what he wants. I don't know. But see then, even then as I say that, it feels like so not nice to him. <laughs> There's just a tension, I think, between like needing to function yeah as a healthy individual and as a healthy family and inviting and modeling that for Oliver and also like leaving room for play and magic and spontaneity 
And it's a hard thing to figure out how to do both. Yeah, it's striking me as we're talking, you know, sometimes we talk about the exhaustion of of parenting because of your kid, a.k.a. your day to day. (laughs) But as we're talking, I'm just like, man, this is like, you have to constantly be discerning this. And of course, like, it's not necessarily always got to be a conscious thought. But like, if you want to be intentional as a parent, like you have to think about this stuff pretty regularly, uncomfortably regularly, like, like it really requires a kind of examined (laughs) version of parenting, which also just sounds exhausting. I think I wonder if the presence of routine helps frame some of this yeah or give you some freedom actually Mm. not to say that everything needs to be regimented to like a fundamentalist like version but i do wonder if the structure of on friday mornings we play and in that space like and Oliver knows we play then. And in that space, like, we say yes to everything possible that he wants to mm-hmm. do. And then after his nap in the afternoon, we have chore time, responsibility time, household time, whatever you want to call it. And, like, that then becomes the time where you do the things. And you invite him into that. But it becomes, like, that time where you do that together. Yeah, And so he's not thrown. We don't feel guilty because we're just like, we do this every week. This is just a part of our habits. And you kind of have spaces that you're designating. And those change based on the season. And his age. And his age, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do chores for two hours right. when he's a two-year-old. But if we say, we're going to take 20 minutes as a family and do some stuff around the house. And Oliver's going to help with that. Or he can go off and do his own thing. But that's fine. I don't know. Do you find that that could be helpful? Yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure it needs to be as regimented as like, this is the time each week where it is. But I can see the beauty. I mean, essentially, routines are about setting your expectations. Right. Right. Like, that's all a routine does is it sets your expectations for how you're going to use a certain amount of time. So, like, I can see how that that is certainly helpful. I think, yeah, there's always going to be this kind of magical ideal of the like spontaneous parent who's fully available to their kid. But also like, that's not a healthy vision of parenting. Like even this morning, we let him just kind of play out in the like new playroom area we've set up. And like, I came back into our bedroom and you were reading and I was like, I guess I could actually lay here and read. He seems fine out there but that like even that was a bit of a mental adjustment yeah and i think i mean going back to your pool thing i think you want to say yes in those times where you're kind of setting expectations that we can do anything you want to do in this time frame but also like knowing that he's responding to us we're responding to him and so if we're miserable like totally it's not that is not a healthy way to model like you know yeah uh, like you and i would never like i would never drag you to something that i knew you were going to be absolutely miserable at you know well that's that's comforting yeah (laughs) but like we've learned to accommodate and sometimes you push each other's boundaries and try to you know say yes for the sake of the other person yeah but i think it's good to model like 
healthy ways of doing that for mm. him. Yeah. Well, this isn't exactly where I thought our conversation would go, but helpful and interesting. Yeah. And to be clear, I'm not saying like I have high hopes that you like just do a bunch of things off your checklist on days no, that you're now, with him. Now what I hear you saying is really I should just focus on chores on my days off. So, and uh, Oliver can just, we can put him in a little pen. <laughs> no, but I hear what you're saying. Creative ways to do things together. Yeah. And he's more and more capable of joining in for some things too. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. That was great. Yeah. Helpful to think about. Do you have any other stuff? Our new catch-all segment. I do have other stuff. Okay. I have one recommendation. Okay. Of a podcast. We've talked about this podcast before called Dadville, but a specific episode with Andrew Peterson mm. is just one of the best conversations, particularly toward the end, on what parenting is like for older with older kids. Yeah. I just found it really beautiful, and I kind of have had it come to mind multiple times. Oliver is young, obviously, but this vision of like a healthy relationship with your kid and honesty and wanting them to like you and like this anxiety of that as a parent, I think is even real now. And so I just, I thought it was really beautiful and wise conversation. Yeah, that's a good one. We'll link to that in the show notes for sure. My other stuff is this Twitter video of a mama bear that we'll also link to. And I'm going to show you now. Okay, so I recognize that this is not a visual medium and you'll have to go and look it up yourself. But I hadn't shown Rachel that because I just wanted to get your raw reaction to that video. It was very cute. It's very cute. And it feels like it is parenting in bare life. And it feels like it must be exactly what it's like to have multiple children. So you can check it out. That's some other stuff. Some other stuff? All right. Well, thanks, Rachel, for another episode. Till next time. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And that is your Tim's Day. Tim's Day.